Thank you, Cadence. Church of the Warm Heart, good morning. Great to have you on this windy day. Uh, my name is Michael Beneshek. I'm one of your Warm Heart pastors. It is good to see each and every one of you. If you're joining us online, wherever you may be, welcome to all of you as well. I pray that the weather is nicer where you are than here. Uh, Don Woods, he did our leaves off our uh, blew our leaves off the uh, uh, sidewalk this morning about seven. Someone else did it at nine. And someone will have to do it after the service. Uh, I don't know about your trees, but ours are uh, getting a little empty. Um, a lot of things going on in the life of the church. I'm going to invite Lori to come on up and just share a couple things, and then we have a speaker, I think. We do. Good morning. How are you all today? Good it's good to be here with you all so we can worship God together. Um, some of the, of the announcements we have, they're all on the back of your bulletin, but... Uh, the hanging of the greens will be a week from Wednesday. Christmas is creeping up on us. Um, and along with that, there's a Friday, Friday, December 1st is a parents' night out, so the kids can come enjoy a gingerbread uh, engagement. So that would be fun for the parents to get out. The Mary Methodists are having a gathering tonight. Um, it'll be at 5 o'clock. Uh, bring a dish, and they'll have a special presentation from a Christian author. So come enjoy that event. And they're also looking for storybook donations. Uh, United uh, Methodist Women in Faith are asking for new or gently used books that can be used for folks who are in prison. They're going to take these books and have the person who's incarcerated read them and then uh, send the recording in the book to the kids. So what a gift that would be. So bring these books in by Wednesday, December 6th. Uh, is Ken here? Ken's going to give us some word about the veterans footlocker. Thanks, Ken. Thank you. You're welcome. At ease. <laughs> yes, Meridian, it's that time of year again. For those who have not met me, my name is Ken Jenkins, and for the last 25 years, 25th anniversary this year, it's been my honor to help facilitate the Veterans Footlocker Drive. This is Meridian's 14th year of joining Hillview Methodist to ensure the residents of the Idaho State Veterans Home receive Christmas gifts and needed items. Meridian's been very generous over the last 14 years, and the vets there sincerely appreciate it. However, there's a bit of a change this year. Many of you already know that the Idaho State Veterans Home is being demolished. They are actually going to move all the veterans into one half of the residence hall areas while they demolish the other half and build a state-of-the-art four-story brand new facility, which has been desperately needed. Yeah, big round of applause. They're going to have to have the vets double up, which is a little tough, but they'll be able to do it. And then they'll move into the new facility. And then after they move into the new facility, that area that they are living in uh, temporarily will be demolished as well. So in the meantime, what I've been told by Joanne Darren and the folks at the staff there is please, let's change our focus on donations. We have for years given a lot of clothes which have been desperately needed and very used by the vets. They're asking us not to do that because they're losing all of their storage space where all those clothes were kept. Plus the vets themselves have one half of the storage space personally that they would have. 
So because of this, they've asked us to adjust and stay away from those large clothing items that we've given for years. So we're asking this year that you consider giving a gift card, something they can use to buy something on the spot for a vet that needs something in particular, and that way they're replacing, if you will, and just not just building up in the rooms themselves. So that way the staff can use the card, they can go ahead and purchase. If you really already purchased something, bring it in. If you really, really want to give a personal item along with a gift card, something small like toothbrush, toothpaste, socks would be acceptable. Nicole Walker is again our vibrant coordinator for the Meridian Methodist with her youth group. Uh, please go ahead and coordinate, bring your card donations in. She has prepared a great little half sheet over in the Family Life Center next to the Foot Locker display. So you can pick that up, gives you all the information you need there for the donations. Uh, we're asking that the donations be here by Sunday, December the 10th. Uh, the Items will be inventoried by the youth group that day and then will be brought in on to the home on December the 14th and then allocated out to the vets or stored as necessary. They have their own foot locker, which we got as a generous donation from the widow of a World War II veteran earlier this year. So they have their own personal foot locker now. And sadly, for the first time, I will not be there. I am out of the country with my wife for most of the month of December, so I will not be able to be there for the chaotic, and I mean chaotic, inventory that we do, as well as the emotional donation. But my heart will be with all of you, the Church of the Warm Heart, and with thanks for all that you have done for over the years. And I will wish you the best. I wish you a Merry Christmas. And thank you so much for your kindness towards our vets and all that they have done for us. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Uh, if, if you are joining us online, uh, Christmas, believe it or not, is only five weeks away. Uh, we'll have Christmas Eve service, and we usually have speakers up here uh, reading Scripture. But if you're online and would like to participate and read Scripture for Christmas Eve, we can tape you and bring you in for one of our Scriptures. So think about that. Let me know online. And if all of you would like to do a reading, uh, we, we're, we're looking for readers for Christmas Eve as well as uh, Advent. What do we have? The, oh, the, uh, the candles, the Advent candles. Uh, we're looking for families if they would like to read and light the candles. Let me or Malia know on those. Hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Who is, who is leaving town for Thanksgiving? Who has family coming in for Thanksgiving? Who, who is happy they're not dealing with any of that this year? <laughs> Whatever it is for you, we wish you all the best. Let's, let's take a moment and greet those around us in Christian love.
as we join together in affirming our faith, it comes from hymnal 887 or on the screen. And this affirmation of faith is taken from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 8. Let's affirm our faith together. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, persecution or famine, or nakedness or peril or sword, No, in all things, we are more than conquerors through the one who loved us. We are sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God In Christ Jesus our Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Unless, unless you are a kid, if you are in grade five or younger, please come on up. This is your time. to see all of you. A big day is coming up this week. Do you know what it is? Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Do you guys have plans for Thanksgiving? Yeah? Do you know what you're going to eat for Thanksgiving? You're going to eat turkey? That sounds really good. I brought a little bag full of stuff to share with you today. We celebrate Thanksgiving in our family every year, and I have big kids now. I have a kid that's going to be 19 years old, big kid. But you know what I did was I saved some of the stuff from when they were little. And what does this look like to you? (laughs) It looks like a turkey, doesn't it? I saved this because we in our family... We have a tradition of identifying things that we're thankful for. So when my child was little, like your age, some of the things that he was thankful for were toys. Uh, At the time, it was a Leap Pad, so Leap Pad 2 was very, very exciting. Um, This is one of my favorites, Waffles. Waffles were like the thing when my kids were little. Do you guys like waffles too? Do you ever have waffles for breakfast? Sometimes. I like them. Um, Presents. Presents is on here. And the stars. And um, we're right here. The parents actually made it in the list too. So my child was thankful for his parents. I keep this as a reminder of the things in my life that I'm grateful for. And so a new tradition is to get a little pumpkin like this. And on this, 
I wrote all the different things at that moment that I was thankful for, and I kept adding to this. So some of the things are like the moon and the stars and the sky and and family and the love of God. Did you know that God loves you? Did you know that you matter to God? God loved you so much that he sent his only son for you. And so when we have gratitude in our hearts, and this is the time of year that we typically start focusing on these things, our gratitude is a reminder of our good and loving nature of our God. And that perhaps we can carry this through each day of our lives. So it's not just for Thanksgiving. So this week, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. And you know that God loves you so very, very much. And that you can identify things that you're grateful for as well. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you for these little ones. And I pray that they may grow to be strong young people and grow in their faith and in their walk with you, Lord. Lord, we are so grateful for your love. Thank you for the reminder that everything that we have is rooted in your good nature and in your love. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Oh,
required. And when we pray, we come together as one body as well. What are the, what are the prayers? What are the, uh, uh, the things on your heart this morning that you would like to lift up? Feel free and we'll take a moment and just share those out loud. You can shout them to the rooftops. You can just whisper them under your breath. You can keep them in your heart. What are the prayers of our church family today? Heavenly Father, we we pray with gratitude this morning. Gratitude for this earth, for the for the sun that shines and the and the rain that falls and the wind that blows. Give us grace to show love to your creation. Not harvesting right up to the edge, but leaving enough for the earth to renew herself. We pray with gratitude for the church. For this loving community made to love as you do. Give us grace to take you seriously and ourselves less so. Help make our faith communities places of of radical welcome. We pray with gratitude for our country, for the rights and the freedoms and services we enjoy. Give us grace to work to make this nation like your kingdom. To make sure there's enough room and place for the poor, for the immigrant. Help us to treat all equally regardless of wealth and status. We pray with gratitude for our communities, for schools, for hospitals, for libraries and grocery stores and mechanic shops. and That we live in a place that we can get what we need. Give us the grace to build up our community. To give back with our time and our talent and our treasure. To love our neighbors in real concrete ways. And Lord, this Thanksgiving, we pray with gratitude those closest to us. Friends, family, all we know best and love dearly. Give us grace to care for them and and maybe for us to also receive their care. And finally, dear Lord, we pray for ourselves. Grateful that you have loved us from the first and and guided us in our own ways and forgiven us continually when we fall short. Give us grace that in the weeks ahead we might turn from hatred and anger and every kind of everyday carelessness and turn our hearts entirely to you. In thanksgiving we pray. As we pray as Jesus taught, taught, taught us to pray by saying these words together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As able, would you please stand as we sing our next congregational hymn?
be seated. Our scripture lesson for today comes from Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 13. Hear the word of the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to the Lord. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you. Good morning, church. It's so lovely to see all of you. Well, I'm going to share just a little story. About a month ago, my son called me. And I got to tell you guys, when I get that call from my son, who's in college, I get a little excited, just a little bit. I love talking with him. And he shared with me that Robin Kimmerer was a guest speaker at his campus. And he went and he heard her speak. And you guys may be going, who is Robin? He said she was amazing and wonderful, and the whole event was fabulous. And then he said that most of the attendees were college kids, which makes a lot of sense. It's a college campus. But he said that there were also older women there, women that were eerily similar to Nanny. Now, Nanny's grandma. (laughs) 
and eerily similar. I just, I was just laughing about that because the kid knows how to make me laugh. I got such a kick out of his enthusiasm and his excitement. And when I looked over on my own nightstand and saw my own copy of the book, Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Kimmerer, I knew deep in my bones that I was one of those eerily similar women. (laughs) It's true. It's a beautiful book. The book is thoughtful and heartfelt collection of essays that weave her knowledge of botany and the natural world her rich American, Native American her, uh, tradition and heritage with her spirituality. And right in the middle of the book, there is an entire chapter that is dedicated to gratitude. It's as if she was making the point that gratitude was central to everything in life. I was moved by this chapter and, and quite honestly, by the book. Um, so much so that I shared some of the excerpts from the book during our ladies' retreat in October. Specifically, a prayer of thanksgiving. You see, in her tradition, each day begins with a practice of gratitude. She gives thanks for the earth, for the dirt, the seasons, and for the harvest, for the trees, for giving shade and creating a home for for woodland creatures, and for the birds of the sky. She gives thanks for the rivers and the lakes, for flowing living water, and the beauty of the stars in the sky. She gives thanks for the connections, the relationships, and the people in her life, and for the Spirit, the Creator that brings all things together. In everything, she gives thanks. This practice is part of her rich history and her roots. And you see, it connects the past with her present. Some of you may have a similar practice of discipline of gratitude whether it be through prayer, study, or meditation, or when you gather together with one another. Or perhaps it's in that lonely, quiet space where you feel the need to reach out to God. Gratitude is part of our Methodist roots. John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, practiced gratitude in his own life. He kept a journal, and each week he reflected and noted where God had been at work, regardless of the circumstance. You see, he believed that giving thanks was an act of faith. 
He believed that we are led out of anxiety to peace and healing. We see this in the Gospels, do we not? How many times have we read Jesus saying, your faith has healed you? A life rooted in gratitude is a life of fulfillment, wholeness, and salvation. Gratitude shifts us from the ever-consuming culture of our world, where it's never enough and needs go unmet, to a culture of abundance, contentment, community, and generosity, where there is more than enough and needs are met. Gratitude feeds the spirit because it is rooted in the good and loving nature of our creator, our God. And by that very nature, it calls us into relationship. Relationship with God and others. And this includes our relationship with the natural world. Gratitude shifts our perspective from self and resources and consumables to caring relationships, connections, and gifts. It reminds us that we are family, that we belong to one another, and we are never, we are never outside the sphere of God's grace. That indeed, all is grace. With the shift in perspective, gratitude becomes a whole life experience. Last week, Pastor Mike, you reminded us to have an attitude of gratitude. We give thanks because God is with us through the good and the bad, through the storms of life. Gratitude is an intentional act of faith. My friend reminded me the other day that gratitude is a way of life. I believe we see an example of this in our scripture lesson today in the letter to the Philippians. Paul said, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, That is, in every circumstance, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Paul invites us to give it all to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. He goes on to say, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or have seen in me, put it into practice. Did you hear that? Turn to your neighbor and say, put it into practice. In other words, live it. Live it. Live into your faith. 
And remember that gratitude is an act of faith. We give thanks because of the good and loving nature of God. Knowing that no matter what, God is with us. Friends, we are never outside the sphere of grace. Can I hear a praise God? God sees us through. We are reminded of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And in our affirmation of faith, this is from Romans 8, 38, reminding us that nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Pastor Mike reminded us last week that Paul knew suffering. He wrote while he was in jail, chained to a guard while awaiting his own execution. And even so, His attitude of gratitude shined through in everything. It was more than a positive attitude. His was a whole life response. He said, I know what it is to be in need. Can you relate to that? And I know what it is to have plenty I have learned that the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in wants, that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Join me in saying that again. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And there it is. Did you pick up on it? Did you hear it? Relationship. You see, we don't have to carry everything on our own. Friends, life, life happens. And no matter what life brings, God's love and grace will see us through. And quite often, it's through the people, the helpers, in our lives. And the natural response to this truth is it's gratitude. Gratitude is an intentional act of faith. It's a reminder that we are part of something bigger than ourselves. That we are in relationship with God and others and our natural world. That gratitude gives us a sense of purpose and fulfillment. It leads us and guides us, and it also has the power to heal. Spiritual health, mental health, physical health, all of those things are connected. Did you know that research supports this? That the practice of gratitude actually strengthens the immune system? That it may actually lower High blood pressure? Did you know that it helps decrease anxiety and fears? And it helps with sleep? Did you know that it leads to a more joyful and content life? 
You see, a life rooted in gratitude is a life of fulfillment and wholeness and salvation. Perhaps my son and all of those eerily similar older women that gathered to hear Robin speak were on to something. For me, it's significant that the chapter in that book is right there at the center. It's as if she was making the point that gratitude was central to everything in life. And I often try to pay attention to repeated messages. I try to pay attention to messages that I receive through prayer and through study, through the people in my life and in the books that I read. Do you do this as well? Recently, there's been a common thread, and I picked up it, up on it again during our Five Marks of a Methodist class and our gratitude study. And so I'll try to put it into words. Uh, you see, I, I often miss the mark, and I fail to love as fully as God calls me to love. Sometimes it's hard for me to find gratitude. But then I'm reminded of this common thread, this message that grace and gratitude are interwoven. It is in this relationship rooted in the good and loving nature of God that we are made whole And this gives us peace. And this equips us to do what it is that we are called to do. That this equips us to do, as Paul said, to put it into practice and to live it. Gratitude is an act of faith and a way of life. So my prayer for you this week is that you may discover a sense of gratitude in everything. And that this practice will bring a sense of calm and peace in your life. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And the family of God said, Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jen. So Pastor Jen puts gratitude into practice. She did so not too long ago. Uh, she, She preaches about every five to six Sundays. Uh, in, in, our, in our cycle. And, and uh, so she got uh, this one the week before Thanksgiving. She'll have another one uh, New Year's Eve, I think. Yeah, and Christmas Eve, the 11 o'clock service. She'll be preaching 11 o'clock. But uh, she, so she's on the calendar. She doesn't have to follow our sermon series. She can do what she wants. But uh, she had this on the, on the calendar to preach today. And so she came to me in my office and said, I want to preach on, on, on gratitude. I said, that's awesome. Great. She goes, what are you preaching on the week before? I said, gratitude. And practicing what you preach, she said, thanks. Thanks a lot. 
You'll also catch gratitude next week a little bit too. We're going we're gonna to take one more swing at it in a different way. But uh, for our offertory moment, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's participated in our food box ministry. This is not one of the actual boxes because they're all being used next door, but I feel, put it with a couple props anyway. We filled how many boxes? 52 with a whole table of extra food to put in there. So give yourself a round of applause for 52 boxes. We'll have a process during the coffee hour in in loading all these up. Uh, We'll have some form of line to take them out to the trucks because they go out during the coffee hour. Uh, Dean Cabina, I think, I don't know if he's in here right now, but uh, did you get, how many turkeys did you just buy? He, he, he skipped half the service because he went to go get 52 turkeys at Walmart. I can't imagine what the carts look like going through with You are what you eat, and here we are, the turkeys. I love it. Well, let's give a blessing on the boxes. Uh, I'll bless this box, and we'll pretend the blessing also goes to those boxes as well. Lord, if the, if the food box is empty fill it. Lord, if the pantry is empty, fill it. Lord, if our spirits are empty, fill it. If our our energy gas tank is empty, fill it. If our lives, if we look at our lives and we discover that they are empty, fill it. Fill it with gratitude. Fill it with life. Fill it with love. So, Lord, this morning we ask that you bless these boxes. And and may the love with which they were filled continue on to those who receive them. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Let us receive the offertory.
We bring our gifts this morning with thanksgiving and praise. Use our gifts and our lives to do your work of compassion, mercy, and redemption. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And please remain standing for our closing hymn this morning, For the Beauty of the Earth. the time. We pray that you'll join us for our coffee hour that is just right outside these doors, right that way in our other building, our Family Life Center. Everyone is welcome. There's, there's a drink, there's snacks, and food boxes to be, uh, to be put together. We pray that you're a part of that as well. May the God that goes with us go with you now and forevermore, that we celebrate this harvest season with thanksgiving, gratitude, and love. And the family of God said, Oh, oh.